Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronically Mom podcast. I am Michelle Pickens, the creator of chronicallyblonde.com. You can follow along on my website or via Instagram at chronicallyblonde. Thank you guys for listening today. I am so pumped to get this episode out. I've been wanting to record it for uh, a couple weeks now um, and have finally gotten the chance. Sometimes I think this podcast should be called the During Nap Time Podcast because that is when all of this happens. So we have one kid sleeping upstairs the second one sleeping right in front of me. So hopefully my voice is more soothing to her than um, disruptive, (laughs) but we'll see. Um, Anyway, this episode is going to be all about the American Gastro Association Patient Influencer Program. Um, So if you guys have been following along on social media, you know that I've shared um, that I have been lucky enough to be a part of the AGA Patient Influencer Program this year. Um, We had our kickoff meeting a few weeks ago, so I really wanted to share a recap from that along with some details about what the program is and how that will actually help me bring you guys better content. Um, So let's kick things off. So the entire goal of the program is to improve patient knowledge and care overall. AGA created this program so that they could partner with patient influencers and really provide them tools to share accurate information about IBD news, um, IBD science, etc. with their audiences. Um, So to do this, we have uh, a variety of meetings over the next few months. I'm talking about different topics that are related to IBD and sharing information about IBD. So um, something I thought was really interesting and helpful is this includes a session focused on uh, interpreting scientific data and the importance of really relaying accurate information um, to your followers and your audience. Um, I, side note, absolutely love this part of the mission um, to make sure that accurate information is being spread. Um, As someone who is sharing medical related content, I do feel responsible to make sure that I'm doing as best as I can to provide accurate information. Uh, Of course, I am not a medical professional, and I always disclose that, but I do think as an influencer in this space, it's important to take the the impact that you have seriously and make sure that you're doing everything you can to distribute accurate information. So, okay, back back on topic. As part of the program, uh, we're also paired with a mentor who is a medical professional, um, and they'll work closely with us over the next few months to uh, fact check our content and collaborate with us on any medical content we're putting out. Uh, This is such a cool part of the program. This is honestly a dream to be able to have someone on hand to collaborate with like this. Uh, I already have so many questions that I've fired off to my, my mentor. You know me, always with an extra question or <laughs> wanting to know more about something. Um, but this program will then wrap up with our uh, attendance at uh, Digestive Disease Week 2023. I am 
incredibly excited for this. This is an event in Chicago um, that brings together, I would say, the greatest minds in, in gastroenterology from practitioners to researchers uh, to advocates. So uh, the members of the AGA program will attend um, and will we'll have the opportunity to really sit in on these scientific sessions firsthand, meet with researchers and doctors, um, and then learn about the innovations that are coming to IBD care. Now, of course, this whole time we'll be soaking in every little bit of information that we can um, and then bring it back to report to our audience. So basically, you will get all the highlights broken down into an easy to digest. Haha, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Takeaways. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to be able to to provide that to you guys. I think it'll be a, an interesting look at um what our providers are learning and how they're collaborating with other providers um, and then hopefully getting um, some details on new research and maybe some new uh, innovations that are coming our way as patients. So that's what the program is overall. Um, And I kind of mentioned this, but what that means for you all is that I'll have more access to information on IBD research. Uh, I'll be trained to present the science to you in an accurate but digestible way. And I will have a lot of quality information straight from the source uh, to be sharing with you guys over the next few months. So let's get into more about the first meeting Um, in particular. I want to share some details about the kickoff and then I narrowed it down to five key takeaways that um, were were really impactful from the session. So going to be talking about that that too. Um, So the first meeting, um, we kick things off, walk through obviously what to expect from the program, um, but then content-wise, we got into a really great information uh, session with our gastro mentors. Um, We got a breakdown of disease severity and activity for both uh, Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. Um, Then we got into goals of treatment and broke down truly what it means, not just from a medical perspective, but a lifestyle perspective uh, to be in remission. Um, I asked what the heck remission is actually characterized as. So we'll we'll chat about that in a minute. Um, and then we discussed uh, different treatment options and, and then how treatments are determined for different patients. Um, and then last, we were able to get into a really interesting Q&A at the end um, where we were able to just ask directly um, some of the pressing questions that we had. So... Overall, I got a ton of information, but I broke it down into uh, the key takeaways that really hit me personally. Um, So first off, this is kind of on like an emotional, sentimental note, but it really hit me how much the leaders of the program and the mentors truly want to help patients with IBD. It is so rare that you get to sit down and hear what goes through a doctor's heads kind of behind the scenes when they're creating a treatment plan and just getting a little glimpse into that. It really made me emotional hearing how these doctors genuinely do want to find the best solution for their patients. And this kind of stuff that we're sharing as patients that keeps us up at night is the kind of stuff that keeps them up at night too. 
Um, so sometimes it's easy to feel like just another number going through the doctor's office or the infusion chair. Um, but hearing more of that human component, um, reminded me that patients and doctors are in this fight together. We all want us to feel better. Second takeaway, um, is about creating treatment plans for IBD patients. So there was a lot of discussion about this one, um, and the thing that providers kept coming back to is wanting it to be a collaborative process. So IBD is so complex, and there really is a personalized, unique experience for for every patient. So the gastros who spoke were really encouraging patients to be as informed as possible and advocate for themselves. So instead of having the relationship where the doctor is telling the patient, hey, this is what we're going to do, it's more of a conversation and a joint decision. Um, And it kind of reframed the way that we look at IBD treatment. Um, IBD treatment is for life. It's not just a one-time thing that, you know, you get a prescription and you're moving on your way. Um, It's a relationship that really will will grow with your provider and then a plan that's going to change and evolve over the years. So uh, the encouragement for that relationship with your gastro um, and then the encouragement for patient empowerment um, really, really stuck with me. There was actually a quote from this section that I loved. I don't think this was exactly it word for word, but it was how I was able to capture it in my notes. Um, The goal is to take the asymmetry out of the power dynamic between doctors and patients. We want to inform patients so they can be the best advocates for themselves. So I thought that was a, a pretty powerful takeaway from that section. Um, Another takeaway was our discussion of what remission actually is. So I asked this question because I personally have never been officially in remission, um, but I'm living my life. I've had two successful pregnancies, etc. So what is remission actually? What are we striving for as patients and, and what are the doctors striving for? So they walked us through what the healing of the gut actually looks like and then how clinical remission presents. Um, But it was interesting to hear how much of this is actually based on subjective factors too, which this sounds like it would be a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing. So it's not just about these clinical facts. Uh, The doctors are taking into consideration the patient's goals, how the patient's feeling and how they can function in in their lives. So while the subjectivity piece can seem frustrating considering uncertainty is just another day with IBD. Um, I actually thought it was really refreshing that patient care isn't just based on a marker and blood work. It's based on how the patient is is truly feeling and more at that, that holistic uh, patient feel. This brings me to my next takeaway, um, which came from our discussion about disease activity and severity. Um, so this one really stood out to me as someone who was told so many times over the years, your blood work is fine, you're healthy, when obviously I wasn't. Um, this fact was very validating. Um, so they shared that one third of patients don't show reactive elevations when they are flaring. 
So this was both surprising and not. Um, we've known as patients that our blood work doesn't always indicate how we're actually feeling and functioning day to day. But now hearing these studies show this and the medical professionals acknowledge this and taking this into account when they're going through diagnosis and, and treating, um, I think that can, can really make a difference and continue this conversation around how IBD is such a complex disease and it's not just straightforward and the same for for every patient so my last takeaway um was a resource that i'm so excited about i can't believe that i didn't know this existed and honestly i chat with people about pregnancy parenthood and ibd like at least once a day and i hadn't heard anyone else mention it so i'm hoping that by sharing it here we can spread the word about this helpful tool so there is a whole site devoted to providing accurate information about family planning and ibd so it's called the ibd parenthood project um so it's an AGA created and sponsored website. Um, so, you know, it's it's coming from a, a quality place. Um, they have a whole patient toolkit, frequently asked questions, uh, fact sheets about what to consider at different parts of your pregnancy. Uh, they have up-to-date research about medications during pregnancy. Um, so I've spent a lot of time just really like digging through the site and checking out the quality of the information and and from someone who rec- who's recently just been pregnant with IBD and going through postpartum with IBD um I've found it super helpful and I think that this could be I I wish I would have known about this resource you know years ago when I was going through my my first pregnancy um so it's not just for when you're pregnant too, it's for and every stage. So trying to conceive through pregnancy and postpartum. Um, so definitely check it out. Um, the It's just so, it's so straightforward. It They have like even like a checklist that you can um, go through at each stage of, you know, trying to conceive pregnancy, postpartum, what to talk to your kid's pediatrician about regarding um, your health. Like it is very thorough. Um, Now, being realistic, I know this does not solve the whole issue of maternal IBD care. Um, Obviously, we have a lot more work to do in that area, but I think it's a really positive start and an indicator that we are moving in that direction to gain more support here and um, have, you know, more research done and more more accurate information. Um, So this great resource um, that you can use to advocate for yourself um, through through pregnancy. And I know I've mentioned this so many times in different uh, podcast episodes and blog posts, um, but because there is a gap in maternal IBD care, it is one of the most important times for you to be educated about your health and your baby's health and advocate for yourself. So having these tools to back you up and support you um, really can help you feel empowered and um, can help you get started on, um, you know, advocating for yourself through, uh, through trying to conceive pregnancy and postpartum. So 
Those were my top five key takeaways from the first session. Um, We have our next session this week, and I am really, really looking forward to it. Um, I will share a recap of that along with some other great information um, that I've I've been getting. Um, I'll share it across my social media, so Instagram at chronicallyblonde, on the podcast and then um, on my website. So if there are any burning questions or topics that you guys uh, want touched on, let me know. I'll see if I can get some more info about that. Um, Overall, I'm just really pumped to be able to bring this info to you guys and, and just continue doing so. I just want you guys to know that I do not take it lightly, um, that you trust me as someone who's bringing you this information. Um, That's really why I do everything I can to make sure that I am bringing you guys the most accurate information. I'm putting it all out there with my stories and my life that I'm sharing. And it means so much when you guys in return share your stories, your experiences, It just, it makes dealing with IBD better knowing that we have this community and I just really appreciate you guys. So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you soon.